in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Stop in and see them right now. Now listen, especially this time of year where you have football, uh, the, the lounge will definitely be cranking. You could also have a nice meal right in the dining room, or you could still sit out on the nice deck that they've added. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. Pop in right now. You could go tonight. You could go right now, right off 146, uh, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We have um, local time right now. It's 107 on this Friday, September 23rd. And we have returned again. I want to thank everyone. Uh, it was an interesting couple of days in our nation's capital. And especially, you know, I, I just you feel for the people that deal with illegal immigration. As you heard, it's so insulting to the sheriffs, to uh, some of the people that live, especially yesterday. I mean, one of the sheriffs, he's right there in Brooks County. Uh, and, and, and the same thing with with some of the um, the ranchers that uh, this is a problem that they have to deal with all the time. And no one really seemingly has their back. Now, I want to get you up to speed on some of the headlines of the day, starting with Russian state TV tells viewers nuclear war is likely. Now, I I don't know what to make of that other than, you know, the Drudge Report has the headline, Putin is losing control, risk of unprecedented disaster. Vlad tests Chernobyl missile with an unlimited range. Likely to be, quote, killed by own generals if tries to use. USA privately warns. Traffic jams and desperation as Moors flee. Army of zombies leading us to hell. Moscow held regions in sham annex vote and Ukraine holds steady. So you have those headlines. That is obviously a very serious situation over in Eastern Europe. Matt Gates to avoid charges in sex trafficking probe as feds recommend against them. Okay. Indictment watch. The Don faces growing legal peril. That is an understatement. New York probe found potential crimes. Why isn't he in cuffs? Declassification claims hit roadblocks in court. As I had said, that's is going to go on for quite some time. You know, this is interesting with the judge. To Team Trump, prove the FBI planted the documents. That's where the accusations write the the night of the raid. And it also came out about, say, the day after and then the, a couple days, I would say. Um, but I, I now, it, you know, as our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, has said, you know, these things can be said. But then now it aims at you have to be able to prove it. You have to be able to prove it and prove it in court. Um, hmm. L.A. News anchor fired after going rogue with on-air message def- 
offending colleague. I haven't seen that. Alex Jones declines. He's done saying I'm sorry. You know, I saw some of that. It was rather uncomfortable. He was getting just pummeled again on the witness stand. Now, part of it, though, is Alex Jones keeps going after the judge. And so if he's going to do that, um, then it, it certainly seems a little bit fair game. Um, let me just see this. A Los Angeles news anchor was fired after going rogue during a broadcast to criticize the way a station handled the departure of a colleague. KTLA's Mark Mester was initially suspended before being permanently dropped after his off-script message of support for his former co-anchor, Lynette Romero, who wasn't offered the opportunity to say goodbye to viewers on air. Producers written a script from to read. He apparently made the decision to do things his own way. I want to start off right now by offering an apology. But the experience, viewer's experience was rude. It was cruel. It was inappropriate. I also want to say sorry to Lynette Romero. Lynette, you're my best friend. You don't deserve what happened. He arranged for a plane to fly over the station of the banner saying, we love you, Lynette. <laughs> so they fired him. Now, I want to get to, I recognize folks... <laughs> I don't run a sports show. I don't run a sports show. But the drama playing out with the Celtics has <coughs> crossed over from sports. They had a very uncomfortable uh, Brad Stevens and Wick Grosbeck addressed the media. Wick Grosbeck, I, I go back to the Celtics were in disarray. And I was down the dial and they were doing a, a reduction. Island Media Day, and I actually had him in studio with Jojo White and Mayor Laffey was there. It was so funny. All right, breaking. The Public Utilities Commission votes to approve an energy rate increase in Rhode Island. Customers do have the option to defer a portion of the increase from winter to summer. Rhode Island Energy says help is available for residents who need financial assistance. So they're going to go ahead and screw everybody, which is just uh, outrageous here. But Oh, wait a minute. Let me see this. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at that. Um, I don't think that's his real name. The guy that ran again against Ashley Kalis is now endorsing Dan McKee. Does Dan McKee really want that endorsement? I- I'm surprised that's even being reported. But oh, what's this? Multiple people have been scored out of the hearing by Warwick Police. In an effort to try to continue the hearing, take the the vote increase. Hmm. A half dozen people have been asked to leave or escorted outside. Very upset at that meeting. I think one of them is that rep. Who's the socialist rep? David Morales, right? Those are um, some of some of the progressives protesting there. Oh, protesters moved inside, taking over the hearing. David Morales. Additional work, police came inside. Oh, let me hear some of this. This is, uh, he's a, he admits he's a socialist. He's yelling at the Public Utilities Commission. Why do not require you to vote yes? Yes, you can motion and say, technically, they submitted all the necessary paperwork. But the law does not say the PUC must vote be yes. So, Representative, as you know very well, being an elected representative, who puts out the necessary needs of my community. Correct. 
Here's more of the protesters at the PUC Here's meeting. What is that guy talking about? All right, here's more of the people being escorted out. I think Morales was escorted out. Drop it off the docket. Drop it off the docket. I like, what was that guy saying? Social murder? What the hell's he talking about? <laughs> Social murder. Don't wash your hands. I like somebody said, officer, please stop. What do you allow the guy to carry on? It obviously was unsuccessful here. I can't believe they're going to raise the rates that much. Folks, that's life in McKees, Rhode Island. Public Utilities Commission votes to approve energy rate increase in Rhode Island. <clears throat> and, and, and is there anyone that actually believes that he's not going to toll the cars? I, I, I don't believe that. A not on my watch. Oh, yeah, because he's been such a watchdog. Protesters met at the Public Utilities Commission ahead of their vote. It would add an average $50 per month to energy bills. <sighs> wow. You know, but folks, here's the thing. Governor McKee blew through so much money. Absolutely blew through so much money, given out of the bonus, all to try to get himself elected. Here's that David Morales screaming at the um, commission. Well, not enough, apparently. Not enough. All right, let me get some of the Celtic stuff. They, um, they're very upset with what happened with uh, the Internet, with with women that were then uh, that work for the Celtics organization that were then being identified and dragged into the whole thing on social media. This is Brad Stevens now in the front office. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes. I mean, nothing against Missoula, but but here's um, Brad Stevens with Wick Grosbeck. They um, they greeted the media. Um, Let me play this. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to add um, from the standpoint of the um, as Wick said, you know, what can be said about um, the violation. And ultimately, I, I, I would, um, you know, reiterate that it was a long, um, thorough process. And, um, you know, obviously, it's been a, it's been a hard time. Um, but I think, you know, the only thing that I would like to say um, is that I thought, and then Wick mentioned it already, I thought, you know, we have a lot of talented um, women in our organization, and I thought yesterday was really hard on them, and I think that, um, you know, nobody can control Twitter speculation and rampant bullshit. But, All right, hey, watch the language um, there. Sorry about that, folks. Again, that's Brad Stevens. They were broadcasting it I live. Think that we, as an organization... 
um, have a responsibility to make sure we're there to support them now. Um, All right. I want to get to um, So the Boston Globe has a story. Celtic owner Wick Grosbeck. President of Basketball Operations, Brad Stevens, held a press conference Friday morning, did not provide many details on the coach's one-year suspension. You know, I'm just saying Celtics coach because I'm not 100% positive how to pronounce it. Aimee Yudoka, inappropriate consensual relationship with a female team employee. Grosbeck and Yudoka committed more. Grosbeck said he committed more than one violation and that he will incur a very significant significant financial penalty as a result of the suspension. We have strong values here at the Celtics. Oh, we can tell. Krauspick <laughs> said that team first learned of the situation over the summer and immediately hired a law firm to conduct what he called a thorough, impartial investigation. It took some twists and turns. It took some time to develop all the facts. It finally concluded. For now, everything we know was wrapped up two days ago. Said Grossbeck, who also said discipline was not being considered for any other team employees. Both Grossbeck and Stevens lamented the fact Twitter users openly speculated which female employees were involved with Udoka, with Stevens showing some emotion in the opening statement. Blah, blah, blah. True. Grossbeck said the organization was not responsible for the story being leaked Wednesday night. Obviously, we have nothing to do with that, nothing to gain from that. We don't know where they came from. They're part of the NBA, as we all know in this room, but it's really unfortunate. Stevens confirms that assistant coach Joe Mazzulla, pride of Hendrickson from Johnston, Rhode Island, will be the head coach, said he did not consider returning to the bench to coach the team. Joe's the best person to do that in the organization. Look at that. Yudoka, 45 years old, received a one-year suspension, violation of team policies. Announced a statement Thursday, adding his future with the team beyond the season will be decided at a later date. Grosbeck said the suspension will run through June 30th and next year. Now, um, hmm. four things to know about Celtics interim head coach Joe Mazzola. How about that? Coach of the Boston Celtics. Celtics announced a suspension, Joe Mazzola. Former basketball star, too. He, Rhode Island native, attended Bishop Hendrickson, inducted into the School's Hall of Fame 2018. Hawks won three state championships during his career. He won the third by burying a crucial jumper in the closing seconds. Missoula attended West Virginia, where he helped the Mountaineers to win the NIT as a freshman. As a sophomore, he scored 13 points, helped lift West Virginia, upset win over Duke in the second round NCAA. He pursued overseas opportunities after college and never found a good fit. He's a holdover from Brad Stevens' coaching staff. When Udoka arrived, he revamped the assistant coaching staff, letting go of longtime assistants. A couple of them bringing on a newcomers, Will Hardy, Damon Stoudemire, Aaron Miles, Ben Sullivan. Two holdovers remain, Tony Dobbs, Dobbins, who had a good relationship with Jalen Brown, and Missoula, who arrived in 2019 and immediately drew notice for his work with a Celtic rookie, Romeo Langford, who shot needed work. Missoula taped a ping pong paddle to his hand in an effort to keep his thumb off the ball. For the rest of the season, Missoula worked and helped develop Langford. The 22-year-old guard was trading the deal to acquire Derek White last, last season. So what did he do? He taped a ping pong paddle to his hand in an effort to keep his thumb off the ball. Missoula had legal issues in college. 
charged. And I remember one was the yeah I was the Pittsburgh Pirates in 20, 2008. He was charged with underage drinking and fighting with police at a Pittsburgh Pirate game. I remember that. In twenty ten, he was cited for public urination. All right. In two thousand nine, he supposedly grabbed a woman by a neck at a bar. Uh, all three incidents involved alcohol. And Missoula's father Dan later told that his son was getting treatment. In twenty ten. Dan Missoula, who passed away, oh, I didn't know that, in April of 2020, during the pandemic, told the New York Times son had been dealing with mood swings and depression. Hmm. Uh, He had not been charged since those incidents. In 2010, West Virginia head coach Bob Huggins told the New York Times Missoula's injuries threw him for a loop emotionally. Joe struggled. He struggled a bunch. So not know whether you're going to play again and go in and through the rehab a little screwed up. Missoula's become a well-respected, experienced assistant. When the Jazz conducted their coaching search, they interviewed two Celtics assistants, Will Hardy and Missoula. Hardy, considered a rising star in coaching circles, got the job. But the Jazz executive, Danny Ainge, got a close look at Missoula while he was in Boston, brought him in for an interview. Missoula's coaching experience began in college. His first job was an assistant at Glenville State, a Division II school. Two years later, he joined Fairmont State. After landing an assistant gig within the main Red Claws, now the main Celtics, he returned to Fairmont State, leading the school to a 43-17 and record. In his second year, he led the Falcons to the NCAA Division II tournament. Two years after Joe Mazzulla joined Fairmont, Stevens brought him on board with the Celtics as assistant when Purdue hired former Celtic assistant Makai Shrewsbury as an assistant head coach. So... Very, very exciting things happening. Congratulations, Johnston native Joe Mazzulla, who is now truly in the spotlight and will be coaching the Celtics. Now, I want to hear a little bit. Uh, let's see. So the debates are set. I touched on that. I find interesting, folks, at 124 on this Friday. What I think is interesting is... It's going to be head-to-head, and I think that, um, I think that, you know, I I know there's going to still be some chatter about some of these independent uh, candidates that... Some of the independent candidates that are running. But I, I, I just want to, you know, when you step outside of that, when you when you step outside of that and say, so somebody, you know, recently I was at, let me just find if Wick Grosbeck took, I was at an event. I was covering the event. Oh, okay. I want to hear a little more of the Celtics. Anyhow, one of the candidates independent running for governor was at the event. It was outside. It was, it was at a protest. At, at no point was the person shaking hands, introducing themselves, speaking to people. They're just standing there. So if you're Dan McKee and Ashley Kalis, and you have, listen, they're working, and they're running, and they go nonstop. Hey, McKee, that, that was, you know, I give him credit. That was a hard-fought primary win. He was left, as Dan McGowan said, licking his wounds. They, he took a beating. To suddenly just say someone who just 
What did they accomplish? They got their name. They got signatures to get on the ballot. That That's not, you're not building an organization. You're not getting supporters based on your views or, or proposals or ideas or conviction. So... I um I I the, the I the only one Channel Twelve won't let them in. I don't know about the other two. Channel Ten better not cave and let everybody in. Ashley's going to need more time. Let me hear a little bit. This was earlier Wick Grasbeck's opening statement on the um, statement of the Celtics head coach. time to be speaking. Oh, hold on. Here we go. It's a time of concern and reflection and action. We have strong values at the Celtics, and we are doing our very best to uphold them here. As you know, Ime Udoka has been suspended for the upcoming season for breaking team rules. For privacy reasons, I won't be able to offer many additional facts or circumstances around what occurred and why the suspension uh, is in place. I really have to leave you with the wording of our statement, which was admittedly fairly uh, crisp. Um... You might notice I have notes here. I don't think I've ever had notes at a press conference. I enjoy speaking ad lib extemporaneously um, and letting things share freely. But in this case, I really have to refer to the notes and stay within the bounds. And I have to break it to you that if you had the notes in front of you, you wouldn't learn all that much. So it's sort of that, that type of press conference. I'm sorry for that. It's privacy reasons for the people involved is the concern. I can say a few things, and I have a few bullet points to add, and then Brad will have some words. Um, well, I can say that we, as soon as we learned there was a potential situation, we immediately brought in a respective law firm to conduct a thorough investigation uh, and impartial investigation. And they took some time, and we actually concluded that investigation with a report uh, two days ago. So that's the reason for the timing here. There were leaks, by the way, um, around that time. Obviously, we would have nothing to do with that and nothing to gain from that and any uh, insinuation about the leaks. We don't know where they come from. They're, they're part of the NBA, as we all know, in this room. But uh, it's really unfortunate. And it's unfortunate also that female staff members of the Celtics have been dragged into the public eye um, unwillingly and inappropriately and and we take a strong stand against that and just regret it for them it's really uh really unfortunate and not necessary um i i won't be referring to anybody else who might be involved here again for privacy reasons um and not can get into the details of the conducted issue um but uh i have just a couple more closing little remarks Eme has personally told me uh, in a private conversation, just the general theme was, uh, I'd say, acceptance and appreciation for how this has been handled. He can speak for himself on that and in his release. All right, they're not saying anything. We're going to have to wait on that. I, I did want to play some of it to folks. Good afternoon. It's one You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is dpetro.com. This portion of our show, hey, um, is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Call them today, 401-837-4545. Power washing, deck staining, and also he'll do interior painting or construction handyman services. Call today. Now, he soft washed our roof and it came out fantastic because sometimes you can get 
some of the mildew and algae and moss that starts to grow, Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. You can also find them on Facebook. Now, I also want to look at, so the debates are set. I, I, um, I, I, a big development with this, actually both of them, the race for governor and CD2. Seth Magaziner, I think that was a big mistake getting involved with the truck tools. I mean, that was an opportunity that now he will be asked about that. We also want to find out when those debates are going to be. Um, Mayor Fung, I think he's going to do very, very well, handle himself well. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to the wire. Uh, It's only going to be a couple of points. But right now, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, we need to see a poll. But he seems to be in a very good position against Seth Magaziner. So I want to see how the two of them are going to be on stage. There's a lot of distractions. Also, like Governor McKee is now going after Ashley Kayla saying she won't answer whether or not if she voted for President Trump in in 2020. Hey, President, President Biden is the one that is failing. Biden is the one that is failing right now. And I think one of the most uh, frustrating, I think a, a frustrating development that the Republicans are forced to deal with is because of the raid, because of the attorney general, just how much President Trump has been in the news. I think it is, I think it's unfair that it just keeps the Republican candidates on guard. Another big factor, folks, that just can't be ignored and that it's completely out of their control. But the fact is the the decision by the Supreme Court that really took something that had been settled law and and suddenly made it, you know, right there on the front burner. So on the, you know, it, it was it was something that it started to not even be discussed in political campaigns. And and suddenly now um, it's obviously it is being uh, discussed in the campaigns. And actually it with as far as whether it's the race for governor, I, I, I think it was, I thought it was ridiculous that Helena folks who really, you know, she gave Governor McKee a real pounding. She beat him on election day at the polls. She ran an ad on primary day saying he was America's worst governor. And two, three days later, they had lunch apparently on the Thursday and then on Friday, suddenly she's endorsing him for governor and saying, and the whole reason that I'm endorsing Governor McKee is he's promised me that it will be free abortions for all of the women in Vermont. I mean, that's really what it seemingly came down to. Um, 
I know a lot of her, a lot of her supporters were were surprised at just how fast, at how fast that she kind of caved on that. Let me see. Um, I think Good Morning America. Do they have a piece on the Celtics coach? Folks, I mean the guy. They were getting ready. They were the favorite team to win the NBA title. Boy, what a story that could be if Joe Bazula ends up being. You know, if he let's see where they are at Christmas time, but what an opportunity for Joe Missoula. Imagine that he takes the Celtics and they win the NBA championship. They're not bringing back that guy. Here's the let me hear the um, is this the GMA? Yeah, this is the Good Morning America piece on it. After he reportedly had a consensual relationship with a team staff member, TJ is here with more on this. TJ, they say that he violated a code of conduct. Violations of team policies, how they put it, Cecilia, and we've never seen a suspension in the NBA like this before. And this is not just some coach. He had his team two wins away from an NBA championship just a couple of months ago. He's a young, new, fresh coach of one of the most storied franchises in all sports. Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka officially suspended for the entire upcoming NBA season, a first for a sitting coach. The Celtics said in a statement he was suspended for the 2022-2023 season for violations of team policies. A decision about his future with the Celtics beyond the season will be made at a later date. The suspension takes effect immediately. Udoka, who shares a son with actress and longtime partner Nia Long, had an intimate relationship with a female staff member, according to ESPN. Sources tell the network the relationship was consensual, but is considered a violation of the franchise's conduct guidelines. Udoka told ESPN in a statement, I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization, and my family for letting them down. I am sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation, and I accept the team's decision. Right now, in 2022, there is an intolerance that we are seeing, a a cracking down on those types of relationships. Udoka joined the Celtics in 2021 and made a name for himself as a candid and tough love leader. He cussed us out a lot. We still had the same belief in us. You know, that's always something I've admired and appreciated about him. He turned the Celtics into a title contender in his first year, battling through a couple of Game 7 showdowns before falling to Steph Curry and the Warriors. It was the Celtics' first finals appearance in over a decade. Now, the Celtics assistant coach will serve as the interim coach for this upcoming season. And Stray, you just said, well, that piece was rolling. Just last week, the NBA suspended the Phoenix Suns owner after an investigation into conduct in the workplace. Suspended for a year. You know, the thing about uh, Twitter was all over the place yesterday on these these women that work for the Celtics. I mean, this is just... Uh, uh, and the story's not done yet, by the way. Now there's... You know, by the Celtics, they're they're in a little bit of a tough bind because of their silence. They're allowing parts of the story to float out there. And some of the things that are floating out there, you know, you, you get people, rumors start to take over. And some of the um some of the things that that are out there, it's it's tough to tell whether or not how accurate it is. Um, let me just check this one. But they, uh, they, it was on Twitter where they started rattling off some of the different 
women that work at the Celtics. And then people started posting pictures of some of the staffers. There was um, the they started posting some photos and then I'm, I'm seeing please stop posting pictures of Celtics female staff on social media speculating on who was involved who posted that Adam Kaufman well that was a, a little bit late um, hmm. alright so what Joe Mazzulli was charged domestic I, I don't know if he was charged with domestic battery that's not true but, uh, you know, again, I'm not sure who that person is. Domestic battery. There was some incident in a bar, a college bar is what was going on. But the... <laughs> um, hmm, Jason Tatum spoke about Joe Missoula back in June. All right, I want to... What an absolute mess, though, for the Celtics. <laughs> Only because, um, hmm. it's just, wow. It is an incredible opportunity for Joe Mazzulla. Absolutely incredible opportunity for Johnston native, Hendrick and grad, Joe Mazzola. And Twitter was, there was a lot of speculation on Twitter on who some of the staffers were. Now, folks, right now at 140. So I, I think a, a big story this week is, in fact, the situation with the truck toll. I mean, that is that because that affects at least two of the races. It could affect all of the races, actually, or a lot of the races, more than just the ones that. That I'm mentioning. So, but that is a significant development. And, and anyone who is in favor of the truck tolls, you're anti-business. You know, how many more of these taxes do people have to tolerate and, and put up with? So the, the truck tolls never should have gone in. It was a mistake. And McKee won't rule out whether or not he plans to bring them back. So, I, I, you know, that, that, that speaks volumes, as a matter of fact. That speaks volumes. All right, let me see what John Francis happens to be up to on this um, Friday afternoon. Let's see if we can locate John Francis. Uh, here he is, John Francis, folks. Competition shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Whoa, he's got some nice new merchandise. Wow, look at that. Holy cow. All right, let's see if I can uh, get him on the line. What time is it? It's 1.41. Again, we're going to update uh, the website as the afternoon continues over the weekend. And then we'll be doing Facebook later and, of course, over the weekend. So, folks, again, I want to thank everyone uh, who's quite a couple of days in our nation's capital. But good to be back in the Ocean State. 
John Francis received another trip uh, truck shipment of product last night. Hmm. Boy, he's got some nice new stuff in. And what about those, uh, what kind of shotguns are those? Um, well, we'll call them and find out. Is that the new Ruger SFAR rifle in uh, the carbine? Hmm. Well, people are already grabbing them just as they're, as they're arriving, as a matter of fact. Big shipment of new stuff. All right, let, let's see. Can we please get John Francis on the line? Thank you. Let's get John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street. Let's see if we can uh, lure him to the phone at 142 on this Friday as you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. He got some, some beautiful... Folks, joining us on the line right now, boy, somebody got some uh, some beautiful new shipment in. Folks, it's John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Boy, it looks like a Christmas delivery for, for crying out loud arriving. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, uh, I had a truck shipment come in Tuesday, and in fact, I'm still not done processing it. Wow. All right, walk, if you don't mind, just a moment, walk us through a little bit of what you got in. And with the understanding, uh, folks, so that some yeah, of it could already be gone. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of really nice Henry lever actions. One of them is there. Uh, it's a basic 22, but with the octagon barrel instead of the round one. Um, and that'll shoot standard 22 uh, uh, rimfire ammo. And as far as the pistols, uh, I got a couple of different model uh, Glock 43Xs, one regular, one with night sights. The one with night sights is already sold, by the way. I wow. haven't updated that yet. Um, the new Glock, the Glock 44, 22 pistol. So that that it's the same size as their Model 19 compact uh, one, uh, but the 22 version allows you to, you know, train using cheaper 22 ammo, but using the same size platform gun. Mm. So it's a pretty deal. So for those of you out there that uh, utilize the Glock 19, the Glock 44 is a great uh, alternative to spending a whole lot of uh, money on uh, 9 millimeter ammo to shoot 22. Wow. Um, I've got the Smith & Wesson Victory. That's a uh, that's their uh, one of their newest target pistols. And the Springfield Armory Garrison 1911s, those are very hard to get. Uh, they're allocated only. Uh, I did get two of them, and they were consecutively serial numbered, much to my surprise. Hmm. Interesting. And, yeah, so I also have... 44 mag ammo. I got some 45 Colt ammo. Uh, I got some uh, Browning uh, Standard Velocity 22. I've uh, been looking to get that for a while. Uh, so, yeah, I got a really good supply of, you know, home protection and carry guns, defensive shotguns. We got plenty of ammo. Uh, so, come on down. And, John Francis, what can you tell us? I'm looking also at the uh, Ruger. And also Savage Arms. Boy, those are beautiful-looking rifles. Uh, yeah, so those are already, uh, uh, even before I could get them posted on the site, they were already pre-sold. <laughs> wow. I'm not surprised. I had, I, had, I had people hanging around the store as I was logging the stuff in, and they're like, oh, what's that? And wow. I'm thinking, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> what, what about the CZ USA? What a sharp-looking 
handgun. Yes, that is a that is an all steel frame, so it's pre, it is pretty heavy. But that's for a competitive shooting, okay. like steel plates, bowling pins, you know, action type shooting. Yeah. Now, John Francis, I also want to ask you. I mean, the fact that the judge ruled with the truck tolls that it's unconstitutional. I think people need to realize. I expect the same thing is going to happen. Look how the state does not hesitate to go forward with something, even though I don't think that didn't hold up in court. And I don't think some of the provisions he's trying to make regarding, you know, gun laws are going to hold up in court. Oh, I know they're not. Yeah. Uh, if you look at, if you look, two federal, two federal district court judges in the state of Colorado, state of Colorado in two different cities have put TROs against those cities from enforcing their magazine and rifle bans based upon the Bruin decision out of, out of the Supreme Court. Mm. And so the uh, uh, you know, mag bans out of California and New Jersey, the Circuit Court of Appeals that are, that are overseeing those, uh, the California one, which is the Ninth Circuit, they're dragging their feet. They, they could have already ruled on that case by now, but they don't want to because they know how they're going to have to rule based upon the new instructions from the Supreme Court. Mm. And the New Jersey case, which I think is the Fourth Circuit, uh, instead of doing their job, they've uh, taken that case and pushed it back down to the original court, state court that it came out of. So they're dragging their feet, too. Um, but uh, uh, one of the major uh, uh, 2A organizations in the country, the National Association for Gun Rights, has filed um, suit in five separate states all on the same day uh, against their uh, magazine and uh, so-called assault weapon bans, including the state of Massachusetts. Wow. All right, so stay so tuned for the, that. The, 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 two, the pro 2A groups are on the move around the country, and uh, they're going to take full advantage of the Bruin decision as mm. much as they can. Folks, again, it's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. John Francis, what are your hours uh, for the rest of this day on this Friday, and what about tomorrow? Uh, so today I'm uh, open till 6, and Saturday I'm open 9 to 4. All right, and folks, also remember, if you're looking to sell uh, maybe for whatever reason you want to be a little more liquid or perhaps someone passed away that had a gun collection, contact J- uh, John Francis. And John Francis, that's the best way they should call you and then can make arrangements to bring them in. Absolutely. Yeah. Call me anytime the store is open or if it's after hours, you can email me at compshooting at cox.net. All right. You are the defender of the faith. Keep up the good work, John Francis. You too. Thanks. All right, folks. There we go. John Francis at competition. Shooting supplies. It's 148. It is 148 on this Friday afternoon. Folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So the elections, general elections, are definitely taking shape. And I, I think the truck toll, I think that's an interesting development with it. Because I want to see Governor McKee just right now, he's saying, well, we're going to review it. I, I don't know. You wonder if he's going to try to make it past November. And then, depending on how the election goes, if he wins, he would have have the state appeal the decision. I don't think he has to decide right away. We'll talk more about it a little bit um, next week with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. But I, um, I, I, obviously the unions are telling him to appeal it. 
this business of the passenger cars, I, I just don't think they can rule out anything. I mean, we've, we've all seen different instances where elected leaders, they say it's never going to be more than, you know, fill in the blank. And then the problem is, you know, it's kind of like a tax. It's, it's very rare, if, if ever, that it then goes away. Um, they don't like to get rid of taxes. They like to add them in. So, but we are seeing also, I think, some examples of that. Hey, that's forty to forty-five million dollars, and I recognize the budget for DOT is astronomical. It's close to eight hundred million. A lot of that is federal money, but still, you know, that's forty million that the laborers, the unions, that they were depending on, and they consider that like their money. So Governor McKee would have to find a way to pull that money out of somewhere else. And that that is not fair to the taxpayers. They shouldn't have been the truck tolls in the first place. They were not on solid legal ground. They lost. And of course, if that, I would love to see them put it on the ballot. Let us vote on whether or not there should be truck tolls. I think people would vote no. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday, it's brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, right now, if you're on 146, you can get off. Suddenly, you're at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food, whether it's full bar, large dining area, plus they have the deck. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. And remember, uh, they do very well with, uh, obviously, college football tomorrow and then... The um, obviously the NFL games on Sunday and then Monday Night Football all at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Let's see if we can track down the Queen of Health. It's Marie. Now I am checking just some of the the other headlines, folks. By the way, if you log on, Bruce Springsteen is 73 years old today. He looks fantastic, though. The boss. I know some people are down on him. I still like his music. Happy birthday, Bruce Springsteen, 73 years old. It's got, he, he's still looking good. He's fit. Um, not everyone ages as well as the boss. We also see Bishop Tobin. Bishop Tobin tweeted out, President Biden cannot be both a devout Catholic and a pro-abortion zealot. The two are mutually exclusive. He is a poor, lost, confused soul. Truly, we need to pray for him every day. (laughs) Pawtucket's getting a second dog park. Raise the flag. How about that? Um, I want to also play the new... Where's the new Alan Fung ad? I can't believe the POC. This is ridiculous with the the um, I think it's ridiculous with oh, okay. Let me play this. This is the new Alan Fungan. The fact that um, Governor McKee blew through so much money and now when people could use the money because of energy, he's he doesn't have the money to give them this is um, Mayor Fung. Actually, I'll play it on the other one. I can play quickly, then I'm going to call Marie. 
Let me, uh, where is he? Hold on, folks. 153, good afternoon. Let me just quickly play the new Alan Fung commercial. That is a tight race. Very winnable race for Mayor Fung. Here we go. Closer! Closer! There you go. The Cranston comeback story, all about people working together. That's how we got it done. He created thousands of jobs. Yeah, but they saw the jokers in Washington. The thing's twice as much for everything. It's awful. Awful! I'm Alan Fong, and I approve this message because we can curb wasteful spending, lower prices, and utilize American energy. Together, we will unleash America's comeback. Not awful! Okay, that's different. Um, sometimes it's, um, let's see. Sometimes um, some people like it. You know, I don't know. I'm not an independent. You know, I'm not like, gee, who should I vote for? Should I vote for Alan Fung or Seth Magaziner? Um, for me, it's not even a thought. Let's see if we can locate our friend uh, Marie at It's My Health. We can try. Folks, we never know. She's obviously busy running the store. But Folks, joining us on this Friday with no hesitation, it is the Queen of Health. Good afternoon to our friend Marie at It's My Health. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy sunny Friday. Happy sunny Friday. And Marie, this definitely a little bit uh people have noticed fall has his uh it, the temperatures have changed there's a nice a little bit nip in the air and it's a perfect time for people to kind of switch into some of the great products that you offer for fall oh this is the time to start thinking about that immune system yes so if you've taken a break for the summer this is the time to start bringing them back in bringing in your make sure your vitamin d levels are up and your zinc and your cursidin and vitamin c and those kinds of things absolutely now marie what about some of the teas that you would offer this time of year for someone that's coming in Oh, this is tea season, right? So just this morning, you know, my my favorite tea that I make that I drink all winter long, I made it this morning and it just was so nice and warm and comforting. Even now, if I go outside, it's a little nippy, taking a sip of my tea, just really, really good. Now, Marie, again, folks, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. You're right, though. Already people are hearing about, you know, uh, fall vaccinations, flu season coming. You're exactly right, Marie. Now is the time for people that they can get various products that can help their body uh, fully function at a high level so it can ward off some of the mm-hmm. germs and uh, diseases that could be coming on their way. Yeah, and we have some nice combination products, too, so you don't have to take six different things. You just take this one thing, and it even melts in your mouth. It's, you don't even have to swallow a pill, but it gives you all the things that you need to keep your immune system strong. And if you're exposed to anything, you can always take a little bit more just to kind of give yourself a little extra bump. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, also, folks, remember, maybe people outside, people need to pop in. You can learn about some of the hemp and CBD products that Marie offers, whether it's for yourself. And then, Marie, people are even surprised. They ask me, do they really have some of these products for pets? And I tell them they absolutely offer them for pets. Absolutely. We do 
a lot of CBD for dogs. Cats are a little bit harder because they're a whole different system. Yes. <clears throat> but definitely for dogs, we've had a number of people with, you know, with dogs who are infirm, who are getting older, who have some arthritis or have anxiety, you know, separation anxiety. A little bit of CBD can go a long way to, to making them happier and, uh, and more comfortable. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, what are your hours? And it's absolutely a beautiful Friday. What are your hours the rest of today and then also tomorrow, Saturday? I will be here till 530 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. Folks, it's Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, you are the queen of health. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Folks, there it is. Marie, it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Pop in and see her diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Now, right now, it's 158. If you're on Menden Road, pop in and see Marie. What I like, folks, is you get to shop local. You know, you get to support a local business person who's offering quality products. And there's something in there that you will want to purchase, whether, in fact, it's some of the local products that she has, local honey, maple syrup. She also has the acai. So maybe get some of the beautiful natural skincare, hair care products that she has or essential oils, body oils, soaps. Shop local and it's all quality, quality products at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, at 159, again, it's John DePietro. Thank you for listening. I want to once again... Uh, thank the great Jeff Gamach, folks. We couldn't do the Washington broadcast without him. It is a sunny Friday. I will be doing Facebook Live later. In the meantime, enjoy yourself on this Friday. We're back on the radio Monday at 11. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket.